So, welcome everyone, welcome back to the Affinity Collective. The Affinity Collective Action Broadcast. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. Did you miss us? Did you miss us, loyal fans, <laughs> devoted <laughs> listeners? Um, pandemic shut-ins. Yeah, Did you miss us? I know. I know. Well, we've been really busy in the pandemic, haven't we? So, like, uh, I guess we've yeah, been we've been true. enjoying our outdoor time, and uh, now we're back once mm-hmm. again to uh, rub it in, uh, rub it in these people's faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, what better time to do it than? now uh, after the year we've had (laughs) uh it's been all go pretty much um like so um where do we start with this where was what was the when was the last podcast actually like that's that's how much it was so long ago it was it was so long ago i i don't even remember i think we had just purchased the land or something. Oh, we had actually purchased the land. Okay, yeah. so that's good. So it won't be like a huge surprise to people that oh, we have land now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, like, so I guess we've just been like crazy trying to like get everything in order because basically we've bought, I don't know, quite a large soggy field. Um, with a hill. With a hill, so a large soggy slanted field. And uh, and I guess we've been working on trying to like go someplace from there, um, which is I don't know been our been our whole summer. We haven't really been on media much, which we apologize about. Um, but we're getting back into it now. It's a yeah. It's, it's a whole new world. <laughs> oh, please, please don't. What bloody fucking Disney. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's cottage on the land. We've been doing it up. We built a roof. That was uh, that was pretty crazy. Um, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, we built windows and put them in. We've been putting in roads. Um, we've put in a mm-hmm, car mm-hmm. park. Uh, I've got a yurt. I mean, you know, yeah, life, yeah, yeah. life just gets better and better. You know, I, I was. We we're, we're really yeah, kind apart of like from the fact that there's only here. like three hours of sunlight in the day now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, right now we're kind of, like, back to doing nothing, um, except for, like, all the boring, like, admin side of being in a cooperative, I guess. I've been looking at accounts yeah, yeah. a lot as being in the treasury circle. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, it's it's just the boring minutiae of actually running this collective whoa. as an industrial and profit. But if you want to, if you want to start... Your own collective, I'm sure there's no boring minutia. Like, you know. No, no, none at all, actually. You know, we'll, we'll help you through it. We will guide you through it. Yeah. Just come to us and say, hey, we want to do the same thing you're doing. And we will literally fucking hold your hand yeah. through the entire process. If you want to do what we're doing, there shouldn't be anything stopping you. And why wouldn't you? Like, build, I, you build, build the sclaz. Build the sclaz. The sclad. Yeah. We should probably explain what the sclad is. I, <laughs> actually I, not everyone's I, I, I think we privy have to before. our memes. I don't think everyone is privy to our memes. Yeah. Okay. Well, look. If you haven't been, uh, if you haven't been uh, listening to all of it, the sclad is the Sligo Cavern Leitrim Autonomous Zone, um, which is our plan to uh, break off as an autonomous region from the rest of Ireland. Um, and uh, and 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 implement our own system of anarchist politics within the region, um, and we're looking for Build anyone class. Build who class. who has any abilities in in helping make make that happen. Because right now there's maybe ten of us, so uh, mm-hmm. so we've a ways to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we there. It's a it's a long L road, mm-hmm. but you know what? Uh, we walk it gladly. Yeah, well, you don't. And you should too. You don't get anything so by get just uh, by uh, by just waiting for it to happen. Like you know, step by step, it's acre true. by acre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One field at a One time. One field at a time. Build That's how sclads. we do this now. One Build field at a time. Sclads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you have any so, fields yeah. you'd like to donate to the cause, please contact us on our email. 
I mean, you're saying that in a jokey voice, but oh my god, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Just donate your your disused feel that you can't sell, you don't want. We'll take it. We'd take we'll anything. We'll turn that into something. God, we'd probably take all your trash, to be honest. We're, we're yeah, not fussy yeah. people. We're kind of bottom we're feeders. Not, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look, there's no point lying to our listeners here, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, you know, you we're know, not, like, we're like the top of the bottom. That's how I like it. You know, the... we're like living large for like the bottom rung of society. We're like the cream of the scum. The cream of the we scum write... is the best way I've ever heard that described in my life. Yeah. We we are the cream of the scum. Yeah. Well, we will take yeah, we will we will take literally anything. Mm-hmm. Um we do have a lot of plans and we need a lot of like building materials. Yeah. I guess. So like we like people have been donating like tires to us that we've been using for all sorts wood, uh, fucking doors. Yeah, we have a lot of doors. Yeah, it's it's just like there's like twenty fucking doors sitting in the car. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I mean, we'll find a use for most of those doors. Like you know, it's great. But yeah, we 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 will take trash. Yeah. My initial joke was about the doors was that we should just build a house entirely out of doors. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? what's the joke? That we should just build a house entirely <laughs> out of doors. <laughs> but I'm realizing now that you're like, yeah, let's do that. That's not a joke. That's a serious plan. Let's go. No, this yeah. would be the thing to do. A building made entirely of doors, but you can open every single door. Ah, amazing. <laughs> Fully, like, you're just like, I'll just air out my home. Like, pick, pick yeah, a piece yeah. of wall, just oh. open it up. You know? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Oh. You can essentially turn it into a cage. It's like a house that turns into a cage. I mean, this it, is revealing a lot about your psychology now. <laughs> how, how you would like to live, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, like, you know... Uh, don't tell any of my animal liberation friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah, I guess we should kind of, like, talk a little bit about what the land is like, um, what we've been doing on it, what the stuff we've built so far. So I guess, like, kind of, like, the first stuff we kind of did was, like, because, like, um, we, we needed a toilet, we needed a, a kitchen, and we needed all this a tar stuff. park. Yeah, I think the, the first thing we put in was, uh, was a compost toilet, which is like a fully contained system, in a, in a big tank called uh, uh, IBC. Um, so we've got one of those so that we're not... There's no chance of anything, like, leaching into the soil or anything like that. Um, we've built a car park... Um, not a particularly large car park, but a car park all the same, um, right down by the road. It's a really long piece of land, so it's got, like, a little bit of road and stretches back really far, and our car park's right at the bottom of that, and is kind of, like, divvied up by a few hedges and, and ditches on the way. Um, yeah, and that was exciting, and then, uh... One of our members moved into a caravan down on the car park. I was living in a bell tent over the summer. Um, yeah, and uh, and we kind of got to work from there. We cleared out. There's a house on the top of the hill on the land. We cleared that out um, and started putting in windows. Um, we redid the roof on that. We needed a kitchen because we had a, a mehal, which is like a work party. If you're not from Ireland, it's like an Irish work party. Um, and we needed a place to serve people, so we built an events kitchen outside. We've put in roads. We've done a bit of gardening. We've turned some rushes so that the rushes don't come back as strong. We've done, dug ditches. I mean, it's a lot of work, a lot of physical labor. it's pretty much been all physical (laughs) for all the time since we got there like and like 
and like um, you know even the neighbours have shown up and been like oh you're doing all of that <laughs> by hand well fair fucks to you you're mad like yeah. yeah you're mad but fair fucks yeah yeah but um yeah it's it's been all go and it's it's been a lot of work but we've like we've already made such a dramatic change to like the ecology of the land because it was so overgrazed before and it was so compacted as well you know yeah 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 i mean i didn't get to go and see the land that time when uh when you were Mm -hmm. uh when you were first going to actually just see what the land was like and um yeah but uh from what i hear it was mostly uh, a big soggy field I mean it's still largely a big soggy field so yeah but it's less so now I mean all of the drainage we've put in has actually helped it to be like Mm -hmm. less overflowing and even the grass just recovering I mean like one of the most amazing things is to watch how the land kind of like heals itself like you know um so it'd been overgrazed by cattle for a very long time and watching the cattle kind of not be there anymore and the grass come back and the soil start to even itself out has been kind of spectacular you know like it just has this way of fixing itself like if we even if we didn't touch anything and left it alone it would be a completely different place in 10 years you know yeah yeah well, we wanted to. It's going to change anyway. It's already kind yeah. of like becoming much, much um, more. What's the word? I don't know. It, fe- it feels like the land is healing. Yeah, and that. we've been planting trees. It's exciting. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've we've been planting lots of like native trees around the place, tactically here and there, um, which will help with kind of like uh, sorting the land out because that's. That's the biggest thing. Like, living in Ireland, it's, like, it's all fields and stuff, but it's, like, it doesn't feel right till you're actually standing in forest in Ireland. Like, you know, we should be a rainforest, you know? It's true, it's true. Mm -hmm. But no, 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 the Brits had to have their navy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So all of our forests had to fucking die. Of course. But it, it it's just, it's like a different experience. Like being in the woods or in a forest in Ireland, like really makes you appreciate, appreciate like how well the country set up for that, you know? So it, it is, a, it's very exciting being able to kind of like plant trees and kind of like feel like you're contributing to making that come back a bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, this is kind of my big plan for the spring anyway, is plant a shit ton of trees. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's been all go. Um, God, we've done so much. Um, It feels, like, it feels like when we're talking about it, like, oh, it's maybe not that much, but... The, the amount of work and effort it took just to get, like, say, that toilet up to, like, a certain standard. Like, because it was, like, like, at least a couple of weeks of, like, just, okay, we're going to fucking put this frame around it, and then we're going to build the boards around it, and then we're going to do, like, build the steps and do this and do that, and we put one of those doors in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it, it's incredible seeing things step by step. Um, and we've got some really big plans for the future, too. I mean, you know, uh, we we don't have a lot of resources all in all, which is a big thing. But we are um, we are we are scraping by with what we got. And it's going to be exciting to kind of like. Um, get started like we want to build a big event space uh, in this in the style of a, oh, yeah. of a hill fort which is pretty incredible oh, yeah. it's going to be a lot yeah. of work it's going to be it's going to be most of next year I think putting <laughs> that hill fort together yeah. if, if we're being honest with ourselves if we get it done by next year you know that's well that's an yeah it's an if but I think if we put in the if we get the resources I think we can do it Maybe people will come by and lend a hand. We'll have another May Hall or something. Yeah, and and definitely if people are listening to this and being like, you know what, I'd love to just go down, escape to the countryside a little bit, 
hang out with some weird uh, anarchists on uh, in a soggy field on the side of a hill. Like, get in contact with us, you know. Our email is affinitycollective at protonmail.com. Like, we're, we're always open to meeting new people. We're trying to build a, a project for the community. You know, the Hill Fort is going to be an event space for for our community, you know. Um, we're also hoping to set up our own uh, electrical grid. Um, we just, we're, we're slowly but surely saving money towards that, but uh, more slowly than uh, surely, I think. Than surely, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the the electrical grid is going to be like a huge uh, it's a huge monetary cost because it's like we want an eco grid so we don't want to be like I mean at the moment we're kind of forced to be running off of like generators which is like not ideal so like what we want is we want to have like wind turbines powering everything and like batteries to store that energy so like this is this is our big goal uh, because we are very eco focused and uh yeah, so if you want to give us money towards that, <laughs> may, may, is, do we even have a, a thing where people can just give us money? I mean, we have, a, we have a Patreon and a GoFundMe, which we can put in the link for this episode. Very good. Very good. We can do that. And if you're inclined to give us money, please do so. Because because it's going for a good cause. We're we're building something special here. Yeah, and once once we have those spaces set up, it it allows us to focus on like the next step, as well, which is even more different spaces. You know, a lot of us are scientists or artists, and we've got a great number of ideas about like the things that we want to build that we feel like is lacking, that is inaccessible, um, that we want to change. You know, and and we also want new people to get involved and have more ideas. You know, I'm excited to build a laboratory which is open to the public for public use for citizen science. I'm excited about building a library that people can get books from as well. Um, same. Yeah. Same. I. Uh, I'm also very excited to have like a theater space where people can like do performances, do like stand up, do whatever in terms of like a performance space. Have music nights, you know, just have a community. Re- and it's like there's no where there's no obligation for you to be like, oh, I have to spend money to be here, you know, where it's like most of the spaces that are like that in this country are like, well, you have to drink or you have to spend money and all that. And it's like, this is very much taking that and turning it on its head and being like, actually, no, you don't need to do these things. Yeah, we... You can just have a space that is yeah. dedicated to the community. We, we appreciate people uh, contributing to society without having to pay for it. You know? that that that's, that's really the goal of this project, is to create free and open space that people can use. And although, like, you know, the world we live in, we need money to do that, we're not, we're not forcing anyone to give money. All of our members contribute voluntarily, you know, and, and we try to operate off of this kind of, like, gift economy model, you know, uh, that everything is given to people based on their need, and we only ask and based he- on people's means, you know. Yeah, and even if you can't contribute anything, you're still welcome to come down and see the space, and you know, yeah, and like we encourage you to do that. Yeah, like to get in, get in touch. Yeah, and we can uh, arrange for things to happen. If you've got skills, oh god, yeah. we need skills. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> if you can show us how to do anything well, we need you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is Big a time. call out to anyone with practical skills. <laughs> Any kind of practical skills. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. Just <laughs> come down here. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, get in touch with us on the email. Um, we're, we're, we're delighted. We hope to meet loads of new people. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess that's kind of what, what's happening on the land. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. what what's what's happening in the world it's been so long we've barely been talking about the world at all we haven't talked about the rest of the world the world the world outside the land is a terrifying place mouse yeah terrifying evil horrible place that's definitely uh a sense of what i'm getting (laughs) yeah yeah definitely 
I mean, so what is going on? Well, there's the the climate conference is going on right now. Or I should say the greenwashing conference mm-hmm. is going on right now in Glasgow. Yeah. And like, or like I, I've barely been following it, to be perfectly honest, because it's just such hot trash. I'm just... I'm just so sick of, like, world leaders coming out and being like, we need to do something about climate change, and then going home and writing a bill that fucks over everyone, or, like, fucking giving more subsidies to fucking fossil fuels, mm. or just fucking uh, completely underwriting anything that could possibly make a real difference. Are you talking in particular about possibly our green I don't government? Need, I, I don't need to talk in particulars because <laughs> everyone who listens to this fucking knows exactly what I'm talking about. Fucking Green Party and their love of money yeah. and their love of CETA yeah. and their fucking love of power. They're just, they're just horrible trash. Yeah. Fucking Brown Party is more like it, yeah. honestly. Uh, and I don't know, have we have we talked about CETA on the podcast before? Because I think, you know, there's probably quite a few people who've never actually heard of CETA. So it might be worth talking probably a little bit is. about what that is and why it's so crap that our Green Party is supporting it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So um, CETA is like, it's a free trade agreement. So it's basically, uh, it's one of these things, like if you've heard of, God, what was the other one? TISA, uh, Trade and Services Agreement, or uh, like the Transatlantic um, mm. Partnership or whatever hell that was called. Uh, but like those There's the those NAFTA things, as well, people might have heard about. NAFTA North, is, North yeah, America. so, yeah, North American Free Trade Agreement. Mm-hmm. So NAFTA was, uh, yeah, so NAFTA basically destroyed a lot of fucking uh, Mexican industry because uh, it broke down, like, the ability for Mexico to, like, you know, uh, you know, fucking uh, stop, um, God, what was the fucking thing? Um, it, there, it, I, it destroyed... I, I think oh, yeah, go on. yeah I think one of the big issues with this and why like because you'd expect that from a capitalist government like you know like capitalism is capitalism that's just the way it works but why this is so so uh, detrimental from a green perspective is uh, in these agreements um, including in CETA a lot of the time it gives um, companies the ability to sue governments for lost profits which means that if a government actually implements a green policy that, say, targets the industry of natural gas, for example, in this country that says we're not going to make any natural gas, that company can say, well, we expected to get profits for mining that natural gas. We can now sue the government, which means the government now is going to lose money if they try to actually implement green changes because the companies that are like, well, we projected our profits based on absolutely ruining the world and you're taking that away from us, are able to, like, sue you for everything that you're worth. Um, and not they're not sued in, like, this is international law, so they're not sued in, like, a court in a country or, like, by the UN or something. They're sued by in courts where where the the, the members of the court are made up by CEOs and other business interests. Like, this is yeah. insanity. It is literally corporate tyranny. Like, it's uh, it's basically corporations taking a step back and saying, well, we don't like all these governments trying to regulate us. And, you know, even though they haven't been fucking regulating <laughs> us for, what, fucking 40 years now, uh, maybe 50 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't like that. And we don't like that there's a chance that they might do that. So we have to fucking shoehorn everyone into these uh, investor trade dispute systems so that uh, we can sue the ass off anyone who tries to get in our way of stealing everyone's fucking natural resources uh, for our own profit. But this, this is the nonsense of like of like this this liberal greenwashing, like you know, like yeah, like yeah. like you see the Green Party and they're like cycle your bike more and do all this stuff and like you know get on your bike yeah cycle your bike and recycle your plastic bottles and stuff but when it actually comes down to policy implementation they are they are doing one of the most despicable things that that has the potential to 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 make us unable to deal with the climate catastrophe you know, like like it, it takes away the small amount of power the government has left by by throwing it into these 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 insane court systems. 
they, yeah. they will dis- they're not even they're not even court systems yeah. it seems like it's just like a legal formality uh, to get uh, to get the company from not making profits to making profits yeah it's like this legal formality and it's just it's and the green party fucking headlong into this they love it yeah they fucking love it and like what was it like 2012 2013 or something like the green party were out protesting against CETA yeah like and it just it just shows the absolute duplicity of these fucking capitalist parties like that's that that's what actually makes sense that's a policy which is going to harm the environment if if you care Mm -hmm. about the environment you have to like you have to fight it i it's just ah i don't know this is the kind of thing that makes me furious and i feel like you know if you're at home and you're like i haven't heard any of this stuff like sit down and do some research on it c-e-t-a uh ceta it 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 is a trade agreement um and it is just dreadful like see the uproar (laughs) get in touch throw a brick at a politician you know that's a joke (laughs) Redacted. <laughs> redacted, 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 That's a joke. redacted. Joke, jokingly throw a brick at a politician. <laughs> uh, no, of course we're just having fun here. But like, get mad. <laughs> we like to. We like to have fun. We like to have fun here. Yeah. yeah, but I want you to get mad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a human being. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Get up out of your chairs and open your window. <laughs> Say I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore. Um, but yeah, so I guess there's more of that kind of like uh, carry on an attitude kind of happening in uh, in Glasgow at the minute. I haven't been following yeah. it too closely. Um, uh, everything I've seen from it has just been such trash, and it's like the first thing I saw was like. Uh, while the leaders are inside, you know, talking their shit, uh, the fucking, they have like a suite of limos outside <laughs> with their engines idling so that they can fucking run out of the building, get into their fucking car, drive away as fast as possible. So <laughs> anyone who might have like, you know, qualms about their bullshit, mm-hmm. about their greenwashing trash. Yeah. Um, but it just it, it, it really kind of sets the tone yeah. for the entire conference and, I think uh, at that it point it makes it easier to be told to tighten your belt while someone is literally gorging on a feast in front of you like you know and uh, <laughs> pre- preaching the opposite oh, you know it's like oh yeah, yeah psycho yeah, yeah. more we'll take our limos and keep them idling yeah, outside yeah. the building <laughs> uh, literally burning holes in our atmosphere like you know but you need to be on your bike more you fucking waster because here's the thing i mean like materially like one car doesn't make much of a difference but like if if you're trying to lead the way for like 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 if your solution to climate change is be a good person and don't consume as much even though we need you to consume as much or the economy will collapse um and you're not following that it just makes people hate you like this is not like well it's well earned hatred i have to say yeah definitely but but what else what else is going on what what else you know the world's burning and and we've hired incompetent leaders to fix it what what else is happening well i think there's a lot going on with like labor in the us i think right now it seems like there is it's like an attitude of like well i've just fucking had enough mm-hmm. i have just fucking had enough uh, so like there's been a wave of strikes to start with so like was it Kellogg's, John Deere? Um, there was the uh, there was the screen workers people. I forget the name. They've got a, yeah, a, yeah. a funny funny union name. Yeah, uh, there was like the Lay's potato chips yeah. company. I can't remember what they were called. Uh, there was also like uh, what was it the Oreo one? And that might have been the same company as Lay's. But like mm. there was huge wave of strikes this year but on top of that loads of companies are having really hard time filling jobs because the pay is not good enough 
anymore. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, so it's like $7.50 or whatever the minimum out, wage is. People have worked out that they yeah. don't want to work shit jobs anymore. They got like set, yeah, this is the, got pan, like the pandemic has set people and they're free. Like, yeah. You know what? I could just live on no money and it would be a better life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are starting that people are starting to actually fucking wake up. Yeah. But like a lot of people are like uh, a lot of workers are just walking off the job and being like I've seen like a few things on Twitter now that's been like this shop is closed because all of the staff didn't show up for work mm-hmm. or like uh, there was like a what's a hot topic recently mm-hmm. was just like <laughs> shut down because it's like all the staff are fucking not coming into work. It's like good day to you. Sorry for any inconvenience. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and it's gotten so bad that like um, there's been a wave of like uh, articles in the U.S. press that's like, huh, you know, making making fourteen year olds work until fucking midnight isn't actually that bad of an idea. <laughs> and it's like, like they will do anything like back to child labor. Instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will do anything other than raise the fucking minimum yeah, wage. Well, they will do anything other the than act- pay their that's workers. That's the actual solution to this. Because you know what, people <laughs> actually do a job when you compensate them properly for it. Like, yeah, why isn't yeah. that the solution? You know, if people are being like, I'm not working anymore, because I've heard some of the things coming out of these people, and they're like, oh, there's a labor shortage, and, and people are entitled and stuff like that. And this is like coming <laughs> from people, and you're like, well, what? You go do that fucking job then. You work yeah, for yeah. fucking $10 an hour, like dealing with the worst people in the world, customers, doing some of the worst yeah. work in the world, which is like fucking. Working a deep service industry or something. Yeah, yeah. Getting your fucking skin burned yeah. off for zero compensation. Yeah, to not be able to afford to go into hospital when all your skin falls off. Like, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, it, because it, the like US the medical system is, is insane. You know, and not only that, there's a huge push to fire out any people in the country who might be, like, illegally there. Or whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, who who would probably take that in in the hopes of making a better life for themselves, like you know, yeah. and they wonder why, like there's no one wants to do shit jobs. America, yeah, greatest country in the world, yeah, America, yeah. Well, it's because no, like the truth is, is that nobody actually wants to do shit jobs in the world, and like the some of the jobs that are worse paid should actually be the best paid jobs. You know, if you it's have true. if you have an outwardly like look. If your job is cleaning shit off of like fifty toilets a day. You should be paid for that. You should be you should be paid like fucking seventy five grand a year yeah. or something. Like yeah, honestly. You should make good money. Because nobody yeah. wants to do that. That's not yeah. people's choice job. And and if yeah. you And and to uh, Add, add a finer point mm-hmm. to this the pandemic has shown that these are the jobs which are the most essential yeah. for the functioning of a fucking society yeah. like where would we have been throughout the pandemic without our cleaners mm-hmm. without our fucking uh, without the people who are like fucking keeping the place sanitized like of course and like, uh, like and the service workers just, just compensate people properly that's all they want because people will do something that's crap if they feel like they can live doing it. Like, but if you feel like you're going out to a crappy job every day, you still have debt piling up. Like, you know, you can't afford your bills. You can't afford health care. You can't afford to get around. You can't afford food. You're like, well, I can't. If, if I can't afford anything, why am I also throwing my life away 40 hours a week in a shit job? I know. We don't have to pay those people. We'll just get robots to do it. Robots will just do it. I do believe that robots are a good idea to reduce the drudgery of work. Like, I, I'm pro-robots. Yeah. I just think, you know, we kind of have to use robots to take care of the people. Yeah, yeah. Well, the people at the top think that we should use robots to take care of the people at the top. Yeah, for people who can afford robots. We should... Look... I'm going to say it now. It's going to be... A robot for every family. It's going to be controversial. You fucking 21st century Maoist. (laughs) 21st century Maoism over here. A robot for every family. (laughs) A robot in every home. 
<laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the one. That's the one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there is a huge potential for like, like the automation and stuff like that to actually reduce people's working hours. But like, if you look at it, like the the amount of working hours people have had to do in order to survive, it just keeps going up. Yeah, because like people's productivity because keeps up going up. And it, work. Like you know, like yeah, like we yeah. have this 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 strange idea in our head that's like, oh, even though we live in a fucking society and we all take care of each other, you know, which is actually how we work. Because we if live you in a society, because if you chuck a human naked into the woods, guess how long they survive? <laughs> Not long. There's TV programs about it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, you, you, you will not live long on your own. Like, you know, we have to contribute together to, like, create the world that we that we survive in, like, you know? But but yeah. there's this attitude that, that people don't deserve to get the benefits of being human within a society, and we have to make them toil, and we have to make them work. And, 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 and even if they're and looking suffer. for it, even if they're willing to do all that and they can't find work, they're a piece of shit. They're scum. Mm-hmm. What's that, you don't have a job? I'm looking for a job, there's no job. You're trash, like, you know, you're mooching off the system. Why can't we care about humans? You know, why, why can't we, we look at one another and be like, you know what? Even if you wanted to do nothing with your life but play video games and 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 have a robot give you a massage every day, why can't we allow that to happen? You know? Because nobody's going to make money off that. But but why not? You can't have <laughs> Because nobody's going to be able to make money off that. Like, if somebody can't make money off of it, then it's completely useless society, obviously. Why does money enter this equation? Like, you know, like... Because we live in a capitalist society, and that's what it's all about. But you could give money... your value... You could give money... Your value to a capitalist society is is only as much as, you know, what your labor is worth. I mean, but money is just a concept. You can give money for anything. Like, if you're the government and you have the bank... And you make the money. You can yeah, just give yeah. that money for whatever you want. In Kenya at the minute, they've just legislated for, or maybe it's going through legislation, recognizing uh, housework, like homemaking, as a job. And nice. also pregnancy is a job. So you're about to get paid for being pregnant, which for makes having, sense. For having a baby, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that does make so much... It makes all the fucking sense in the world. Yeah, but, but it also shows up how stupid it is. Like, you know, of course that's work. <laughs> being alive is work. You should just get paid yeah. for being alive. And then at that that's stage... That's my philosophy. At that stage, you're like, well, actually, it doesn't make sense to pay anyone. Get rid of money. Like, this is the logical conclusion. Like, you know, like, we tried money... You know, and and it's yeah. failed. The project has failed. Like we've created a world where we can't stop burning it. We can't stop killing each other. We can't stop extracting every single piece of resource from this that we're talking about colonizing Mars. That all the million yeah, billionaires yeah. are licking at the stars, licking their lips, being like, "Well, we've exhausted this rock. Think of what stars can exist on gas. Uh, what diamonds can exist on gas giants." You know, like... Oh, my God. And just, like, Elon Musk just... Yeah, I know. Just, like, Elon Musk looking at Mars and being like, hmm, there's a nice fucking uh, neo-colonial project where we can fucking have indentured slaves building a giant statue of me out of gold. But this is what Europe did. Like, Europe exhausted the resources in Europe and when now we have to go somewhere else. It went over to, like, the Americas. What's this? A society uh, that exists that's using its resources in a cyclical manner so that they're not exhausting them they're not cutting down all the trees they're just cutting down enough trees that they can replenish well they're obviously primitive we've got to murder them and spread european Uh expansionism like you know and we've got to call them backward and stuff and now we're getting to a stage in the world where we're like we're like oh eternal growth sure (laughs) wish we had a cyclical model of economy like you know (laughs) We kind of goofed that one. (laughs) What a shame. 
<laughs> Who Jesus knew Christ. that, you know, if you just use all the resources, you'd run out of resources. I mean, I think, yeah, I, I don't know if we're quite in, like, Easter Island territory yet, but I think we're getting we're there. We're getting there, you know, and, like, using, um, and, like, like, the limit to how much CO2 you can output into the atmosphere or methane or whatever uh, greenhouse yeah. gas it is, like, that is a resource. That's, that's mm-hmm. like our, that's like a gaseous garbage pile. We're like, look, we can put so much in there before it gets too much and we have a problem. Uh, and we didn't even acknowledge that as a resource. You know, like we yeah. can't even see what's important. Or if we do see it, we don't care. You know, because because c- the billionaires are looking at the stars being like, we'll just expand. We'll run out mm-hmm. on Earth and we'll just expand. You know, like, like the Europeans did. They were like, you know... Fucking Spain was like, we need colonies. We need to fucking go off somewhere and 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 get our rich spices and stuff like that and and all this nonsense. We need to mine gold. I mean, look at the stories of yeah. gold that came out of like the Spanish conquest of the Americas. You know, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. fucking they went nuts for it. The Aztecs were like, these people yeah. are so the obsessed. City of gold. These people are Come so obsessed us. with gold. They must eat it because there's no other reason that they would want it quite so badly. <laughs> you know, and you're like, yes, like it's crazy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that just human nature, Mouse, to be so greedy that you will destroy literally the entire planet, other people's cultures, for just a little bit more gold? It is when you socialize that way. But, like, if you live in one of the cultures that that was getting on grad before you were destroyed, obviously it's not, you know? (laughs) Like, (laughs) there's examples of people around the world that didn't burn everything they saw and murder everyone who didn't look like them, you know? So, wait a minute, you're saying greed and avarice doesn't need to be the foundation of our society? <laughs> I mean, shocking is, is that what you're saying? Not if we shocking, had a robot for shocking. every family, it all comes back to this. A robot for every household. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. um, but it, it's just, I look, like, I don't know, we've, we've gone into ourselves into such a hoop, and like the solution... Mm is not that complex but like we can't seem to wake up from the delusion of the society we're living in like the worst mm. part of like understanding like economics or politi- or politics as a leftist it's feeling like you're trapped in a dream like you know mm. it's like it's like i can see how crazy this is you know that i can be yeah. living in my house one day and then someone can just come in and be like get out I don't want you in the house in which you live. Like, that's crazy. That's mad. Like, you know, and not, and for you then to just be like, that makes sense. I will leave and not like be like, I'm actually going to fight for my home. That's even crazier. Mm -hmm. And that's what most people are like, you know? This is true. I, I think, yeah, people just accept the precepts and like, I don't know. I don't know why landlordism is so accepted. Like, I don't know why it's so um, prevalent as well. I, it's just, it is kind of, it's, it's shocking because like you'll spend up to like fucking two thirds of your income just, just so you can maintain a living space. Whereas, you know, if, if the world was running in a very, in a sane manner, you would just be given the place and it would be yours. It would be your, you know, private domicile or whatever. Yeah. And you would be able to like, you know, just survive and live and not have to worry about, oh, if I don't fucking generate this much money this month, I'm going to be fucking homeless, potentially. And if someone comes in and says, get the fuck out, you know that's some marauding pirate and you can at least hit him in the head with a club, (laughs) you know, because that's a logical response to someone trying to, like, uproot you and kick you out of your home. You're like, well, this is clearly a wartime scenario. Someone's trying to (laughs) take my home away. <laughs> I no be, British soldiers would be quartered come, in this house. Land, look, I'm just gonna say it. If a landlord came in and said that I have to leave my home, I should be allowed to club that person to death. 
Agreed, probably. <laughs> Disclaimer, that redacted, is a redacted, redacted. of war. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, so the world is bad. It's still but bad. It can be better. Who knew? We're back and it's Who still kn- bad. <laughs> It's been like nine months. How is it still bad? Get your shit together, world. Yeah, like, like we feel like you've had long enough to recover. If anything, we've got back to the world, and it's even worse than it was nine months ago. Oh my god. Well, kind of, yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think there is like an element of like COVID changing things ever so slightly. I think. People are more fed up now. And like you said, kind of like people after being forced to work from home or be home, you know, most of the time has kind of forced a little bit of a perspective change from some people. I think there is a big perspective change. I actually do. And I think in Ireland things are like, so we've talked about labor, even if briefly in the US changing a lot. I think in Ireland, there's a lot of like changing around housing, like the attitudes around like having a right to a home in which you can exist in that's affordable is suddenly at the forefront of the conversation like yeah. like in a way where people are just sick of it you know they're, they're mm-hmm. sick of being treated like crap you know like yeah. like people were willing to fight some people were willing to fight for it before now people are getting so tired of it they're like this doesn't make sense like you know they're mm-hmm. the, it, it it's like the dream situation. It's like you know, like Cantu is getting really strong. The tenants' union here in Ireland, um, they're doing amazing kind of work. You know, like yeah. we see kind of like squatting projects taking off. Like like there's a huge momentum here. The, the, the people are just fed up. We want to be able to live in a house and not feel like it's gonna be taken away from us, and and yeah. rightly so. Yeah. And more to that, like, people don't want to be crushed into, like, this just, like, soul-destroying fucking, like, co-living situations that the government is proposing as solutions to the housing crisis. People want a home. I mean, yeah, exactly. And they don't want to be fucking shoved into tenement fucking situations with, like, slum landlords and shit. Like, we we don't want to go back to that fucking 1920s situation. Mm -hmm. Where, like, you know, you have fucking potentially, like, 20 people sharing, like, a small space for an obscene amount of money every month. Yeah. Well, my personal opinion is we should retreat to the mountains and form a guerrilla force. But, you know, that's just me. I mean, well, <laughs> you, you, you're giving the game away here. Show about the guerrilla force. <laughs> but no, but, yeah. but seriously, like, 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 if you take Dublin, the, the largest city here in Ireland... Like, you know, it's dead. Like, I think we have mm-hmm. to accept it's time to abandon the ship of Dublin and watch it crush itself under its own weight and start focusing on, like, rural projects. Like, I think what we're doing has never had more weight in kind of, like, Irish society, modern Irish society, than it does now, since, like, the Celtic Tiger. Yeah. Of, like, actually trying to get out to the countryside and make... The, the countryside something that we want you know as artists mm-hmm. as scientists as creators as political activists like you know to, to take mm-hmm. that space away from the cities which have this like overbearing corporate control you know yeah yeah well like this is it like Dublin is being like it, it's you say it's probably going to collapse under the weight of its own contradictions i'm not sure about that because dublin seems to just be able to survive any fucking you contradiction can't just live that... in a city of hotels <laughs> not every building can be a hotel it doesn't make sense i know every building needs to be a hotel that's the dublin philosophy oh look there's an empty lot let's build a hotel oh look there's a there's a nice little uh, a nice little space that people go to on a friendly hotel yeah uh, there's a nice oh look a playground hotel yeah oh look there's a nice little space there with some trees you can't have that many hotels in the city everything just needs to be a hotel so that no one can afford to live there ever and it'll just be like a destination spot for fucking international bankers to come and do their fucking business and then Mm -hmm. fuck off or people to come for a weekend and ooh enjoy the the fucking city for a weekend like it's it is ridiculous like I remember at Halloween they had like 
they were they had this like projection of like the Dublin city emblem, but with like just blood dripping out of it. And I was just like, well, this is very on the nose. This is yeah. very on the nose, Dublin City Council. Uh, did Owen Keegan just fucking be like, yeah, I just humor about it. I mean, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But oh. yeah, I mean, if you and if you look at like the rural spaces, right? Just to go back to that, I mean, so much of these like towns and villages were like from the time of the Celtic after the Celtic Tiger, mm-hmm. the collapse. So much of this of this uh, has been hollowed out. Like, I mean, if you look at like the towns where we're like around now, yeah. There's so many empties. There's so many empty buildings and just like empty shop spaces that were probably all very happening right before the collapse happened, you know? And and not many young people. I mean, that's the issue is the yeah. young people leave rural Ireland. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like the people who are going to, like, push forward, who are going to have the energy to sustain community, who are going to be, like, central to that to that continuation of, of that place in a vibrant way, they leave. Like, you know, because there's no opportunity. You know, and and the Zapatistas were here recently at a tour, you know, and, and, and they and and we went to go see them up in Dublin. And one of the things they, they talked about was is like, why? Why don't people live in the countryside? Like, you know, and, and the responses were like, you can't make money there. So, like, we have to find a way of, of how do we live in the countryside? How do we avoid the nightmare that 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 neoliberalism has become and is becoming even more um but exist without money like we have to learn how to build resources ourselves you know we have to learn how to make our own food and stuff so that we don't have this reliance like it's exit we're talking about exit and struggle from without you know because that's what that's what the zapatistas have done and have been incredibly successful at um they, you know, it. They, they just seemed so shocked that this kind of thing wasn't happening, and it, it hadn't, like, it doesn't cross a lot of people's head in our heads in Ireland. Like, you know, we don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, like forty years ago, that would have been it. You know, you could probably mm-hmm. have lived with no money. You know, but now it it seems so unthinkable, so impossible. The notion of like yeah. not having like an income to support yourself, you know, it. Yeah, I mean, we're. I mean, this is like, I guess, since Ireland became part of the global economy or whatever, it's just moved increasingly in that direction where it's like, you need more and more money to survive, and uh, because uh, you know Ireland has started to be since then, uh, you know, a global econ- uh, a part mm-hmm. of the global economy, and like. You know, I believe we export a lot of our, like, uh, a lot of agricultural goods, uh, you know, meat products and such. We export, I believe we export power to England, (laughs) which is just crazy to me. Like, that's just fucking insane. Like, we generate wind power and send it to the fucking UK. Like, I just, I don't understand why we do that. I mean, to me, that that makes more sense than than a lot of other things. I mean, like, that's, that's probably the only industry Ireland actually has. (laughs) <laughs> Aside from making Viagra, wind power. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so like we we do two things. We make uh, we make wind energy and Viagra. Like you know, we put the wind in your sails in two ways. So you put the wind in your sails Our more ways era than one. Puts the wind in your sails. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like this is it. Like we need to have an economy that is actually based on like people taking care of each other as opposed to like a, like an economy that's based on community organizing and you know and all that as opposed to one that's just centered on like individuals trying to make as much money for themselves as possible in order to survive which is kind of the mm-hmm. neoliberal paradigm in which we're living now yeah yeah which is like and also like this zero accountability kind of like uh, attitude that it has where it's like oh well you yeah. can't do that mm-hmm. They, our job is to make money for the shareholders and if we didn't do it we'd get fired and the shareholders like I don't know what shares I have so you know I just I have money and I just want more money for having money you know and mm-hmm, then like mm-hmm. you know it's all this kind of like zero accountability 
system where it's like, well, fucking someone's got to blame for like, you know, the fact that we're we're hurtling <laughs> towards like the collapse of the world Absolutely. as we know it. Yeah. Like, you know, and everyone's being yeah. like, oh, what can you do? Like, no, there's no one here who can actually change anything. And I do kind of believe that. Like, you know, mm. like, because until we wake up from this reality, until we're ready to actually say, like, enough is enough, you know, in whatever form well, this that is like, looks um, like. Yeah. There, this is like, you no, know, cap- capitalist realism. Yeah. This is like Mark, this is what, like what Mark Fisher talks about all the time. Yeah. It's like, this like uh, paradigm that kind of comes out of the whole Thatcherite neoliberal kind of beginning of neoliberal era where it's like, there is no alternative, you know? This is, you know, society is there is no society there's only individuals or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like this is the the kind of core ethos of your your, your neoliberal b- bullshit and like uh you know one of the first lines in that book is just like you know it's easier to under it's easier to imagine the end of wor- the world than it is to, to imagine the end of capitalism yeah. and i think like b- with the stuff we're kind of doing here is like trying to uh, have a space where people can imagine something more easily than they can imagine the end of the world. Yeah, you know? of course. To me, it seems ridiculous because I'm like, I can easily imagine the end of capitalism. Capitalism is the crazy mm-hmm. thing here. Like this, yeah, that's yeah. the mad thing. And I talk to people one on one, you know, and they're all like, yeah, it's you know, what you're saying kind of makes sense. It's like you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, but no one's willing to do anything. You know, especially here in the West, we live lives of like, like such, uh, such comparable kind of like, like, or su- such large wealth compared to most of the world that like, we're not willing to kind of like give up our place as like the imperial overlords. Like, you know, and yeah. I know a lot of Irish people aren't, aren't going to be happy to be considered part of the imperial overlords. But like, oh, but sure we are. But I you mean, have this to is the wake whole up. Thing. We're part of the global economy. Yeah, like, 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 and we are very much benefiting from the exploitation of third world countries. Like, yeah, I mean, where where do you think all your like cheap electronics is coming to you from? We like? we don't make anything. We already said it. Yeah, we don't make yeah. anything, and yet, and yet, Ireland is a wealthy country. Where does that wealth come from? Money's bullshit. It's not money. It the wealth is coming from the exploitation of the countries that actually have to mine. Like you know, I know someone was talking to me the other day, and they were like, "Oh, there's a mine. They're they're gonna do a gold mine," you know. And they were like, "You should protest this." And I'm like, I wouldn't feel right protesting something like that, and not because I don't think we should be mining, but because. No one is actually talking about reducing the amount of gold we need. What we expect is for that to be exported to the developing world. We expect Indonesian people to go into mines to mine our gold. We expect Peruvian people to go into mines to mine our gold. We don't expect Irish people to do it, even though we would have better worker care in this country. Until there is a boycott and divest scheme away from gold, like, I will not stand up against gold mining happening in Ireland. I don't believe we should have an attitude not in our backyard while we still use electronics, while we still use the minerals that are required to give us the lives that we want, you know? Like, we, we have such an imperial attitude to the rest of the world that, that it seems crazy that, that, that we could move beyond capitalism in this country because everyone's so individualized and they're so they don't see beyond their nationality you know nationalism has killed humanity Mm. you know it all went wrong with the french revolution like you know and 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 Ah, here we go now here we go we're getting into it now the invention of the nation i mean like (laughs) Yeah, yeah i i have a lot of respect for for what was achieved in the French Revolution. I'm probably one of the only people that uses decimal time in the world. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of great things came out of it. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, it, one of the most decimal worst is like, things... what, 10 hours a day? Is that, like, decimal time is, like, what, there's 10 hours in the day? And... Yeah. So, so right yeah, now, okay. it's, uh, it's seven past five in a Babylonian... 
uh, time, yeah. ancient Babylonian time, which is uh, the 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 12-hour kind of like repeat yeah. throughout the day. And yeah. uh, and in uh, decimal time, it's currently 12 minutes past seven. Okay, Which wow, means okay. we're 71.2% of the way through the day. Yeah. How long is a minute in decimal time in Babylonian time? In Babylonian time, I'm not 100% sure. So it's 100 decimal seconds, but a decimal second is faster than a Babylonian second. So ah. it's probably around like, like maybe like 80 seconds or so in a minute. And there's 100 okay, minutes wow. in an hour, and then there's 10 hours in the day. God, we can't even fucking advance the the, the timekeeping system. It's so much better because, like I said, it's 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 twelve minutes past seven. Seventy-one point two percent of the day has been completed. Okay, look, I think you might be losing some people no, right now, so we might have to back, scrap this. I actually have a this. point here. You're not a revolutionary until you've turned to death. Ah, uh, no, no, scratch that, scratch that. Look. Listeners, I apologize for them. I apologize. <laughs> Decimal time for all. Um, but no, I I mean, look, like whatever. All I'm saying is is nationalism has like further fractured our society, and this is one of the problems with the with the politics of identity. Like you know, the more we ident the more identities we kind of like subscribe to and retract ourselves away from, the more we tend to fracture as societies and only be able to focus on small issues that affect not humans as a global whole. Like, you know, we empathize less with those in situations we do not see as our own. We should be a human first and everyone else should be a human first. And I'm not saying identities aren't important, but, but, but the overarching thing, the number one thing, is you should look at every single person and realize you are the same, you know? And, and, and everything else comes from there. Like, you know, nationality has destroyed that. Like, it just has. I would, I would probably make a little addendum to that and say it's the nation state, really, which has destroyed That's that. what I mean by nationality, yes. Yeah, 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 and the French. That's why I mentioned the French Revolution, the creation of the na- yeah. nation state. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to put in a little clarifier there, yeah. just in case people were. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So um, I we guess we've been going for like an hour now. Mm-hmm. So uh, we could probably call this good for today. Yeah. Um, I mean, so that's maybe a Babylonian to... hour, just to clarify oh that's a babylonian <laughs> hour okay so maybe it's what like that's like 70 80 minutes in decimal yeah, time yeah 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 we're about we're about 70 80 minutes in in decimal time so we're, we've still you know if we want to make this a proper hour we could still go on a couple more minutes <laughs> <laughs> well is there anything else you'd like to touch on yeah i know i actually think i'm good um it's been really fun yeah. getting back into podcasting um Although we've been yeah, having yeah. fun chats, uh, we haven't been sharing them with the rest of the world, so it's nice uh, you can hear That's us rant a little bit. Yes, yes. Please uh, send us money so we can rant at you more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you enjoy, if you enjoy this, and also if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send us uh, some emails. Yeah. Or you can contact us on social media. Yeah. We're at Twitter at Affinity Co. I R E. What's on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is our email address again? Uh, Affinity Collective at protonmail.com. Our website yep. is affinitycollective.info. Um, find us online. Give us a shout. I've been Mouse. I've been Cassandra. Yeah. And oh, also, oh. we're uh, we're updating the RSS feed for this podcast. So it may like if you have like a feed where you're receiving this coming in, like an update, you might want to update the RSS feed so that you can. I actually oh. don't think this should affect it. Really, I was looking into it. I, there should it should be a seamless transition. Now should be. Where have I heard that before? Be, are two very <laughs> where different have things. I heard that before? 
Yeah, but what we're doing, transition, we've, huh? we've made our own RSS feed so that we can put out the podcast from the website. Currently, we're with Podbean. We want to get off of them. We want to stop giving them money. It's costing us money. We want to just conglomerate those two things into our website server. Um, so that's what we've been working on at the minute, and we're almost there. So there should be a transition over. Hopefully, you won't even notice it. Um but we apologize if it's a big faff and, you know, you can always check her Twitter, I'm sure, for updates if you're like, what's yeah. going on? All right. Well, we'll leave you then and we will be back to you hopefully next week with yet more <laughs> complaining. Um, complaining, more shit to fill your ears. Mm-hmm. All right. Lots Good of enough. love, everyone. Take care out there See in the fuckers. big bad world. Bye.